where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Welcome back to Two White Chicks in China. It's been a while, and we've missed you. We have indeed. <laughs> we just got back to China, and we're excited about our new topic this week. But first, let's start with a fact about China that you probably didn't know. So, Holly, what do you have for us this week? I have another sad love story. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> so there's a young boy from Ohio. He's 18 years old, and he meets a young girl online, and is completely smitten with her. So he says, "Oh, I'm gonna come and see you."、Uh, so she lives in Zhejiang Province. So he gets on a plane. He comes to China,、uh, and when he gets here, he tries to call her, and she basically refuses to see him. <gasps> oh, yeah, sad. Yeah, it is very sad <laughs> indeed. So the poor boy, who's probably never had a drink in his life, he's only eighteen. You can you your drinking age is twenty one in the yeah, states, right? Yeah, it's true. So he goes and buys himself some baijiu. Oh jeez! Yeah, you know, you don't know, know what that is. It's not gonna end well. It's a crazy hard rice liquor、yeah. from China. So he enjoys himself that bottle of baijiu, and、uh, police find him like passed out、uh, next to the river.、Oh. So he's in he's in quite a bad state, and they eventually bring him ra- round, and he you know they they find out his name. But the, they take him back to his hotel, and he's basically so embarrassed that the next day he disappears. And they they heard that he was going to return to the states, so I hope that his heart isn't too broken and he's 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 okay. Oh, <laughs> poor guy! But, I know it's a sad story, <laughs> and yet we're laughing at him. It's true. Well, you know, we don't know who he is, so it's easier to laugh at it from the outside. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> So、um, today's topic is kind of related to this lovesick boy, yes. And it comes from one of our fans from Macedonia. So let's hear what he has to ask us. Hi, Holly and Nora. I heard you guys talking about Chinese boyfriends, but I want to know about Chinese girlfriends. Do you think Chinese women make good girlfriends for Western men? Ah, okay. So someone's been listening to our podcast. Ah,、uh, <laughs> nice. uh, this this question is、uh, is not is not such an easy one to answer. I don't think I, I've been through different had different opinions on this, and I'm I'm still undecided. But my my answers are based on other people's experiences, obviously not my own.、Mm. Um, right. So, Neither of us being Chinese of women course, of course, of course. <laughs> or Western men. <laughs>、yeah. uh, so, my initial feeling on Chinese girls when they're dating Western men is that they're very sweet and cute and very passive. Yeah, that's how it starts. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, I've heard men say that that's why they like Chinese women because. Uh, Western women are too liberated, basically.、Mm. Well, I guess if you're, if you want to be the dominant personality in the relationship,、yeah. it's easier to do it when the woman is very submissive.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I guess traditionally that's how it's been between male and female relationships in、yeah. the past. 
So I understand why there are some men who long for days like that mm-hmm. before we were emancipated <laughs> <laughs> and could vote and all that. <laughs> yes. So, but, yeah, I've had some friends, too, who have um, engaged in relationships with Chinese women before, and mm. typically they have the same... They have the same um, thoughts about it. Like, when they first start out, they're initially attracted because the woman needs them. Yes. You know, they're, they are sweet. They do uh, things for them that maybe Western women wouldn't do, like always doing the dishes and cleaning uh, the house, doing their laundry, making them lunch and dinner, breakfast, all this kind yeah. of stuff. So it seems like a full service package. Yeah. It doesn't sound bad, to be honest. Yeah. Get me one of those too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, uh, my impression is, kind of, the whole situation just flips over, and the 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 woman then takes all the control. Yeah, quietly usurps yeah. the finances. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> money is the, the is the big thing there. Like, I, I've heard some stories. Uh, but the woman, the woman wears the trousers mm-hmm. once. I don't know. Is it once the rings on the finger? I'm not sure. It seems. I would. I would say certainly once I've had children. Oh yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, that is funny because I'm. I also. I mean, I know several people in China who are married to Chinese women, mm-hmm. and it's it's also a similar story. I mean, not that the woman is a bad person or anything, but she no. just kind of. For whatever reason, just slowly starts gaining power in the relationship and then becomes the head of the household. Yeah. When initially the Western man was attracted to them because they were mm. so cute and innocent and sweet. Yeah. So it's a tricky, tricky trick. It is. <laughs> but I think we've talked about this very uh, briefly in one of our other podcasts. Um, I, I think it's a case, it's for security, I think. I feel. What, um, you know, if you're in a re- if it's two Chinese people in a relationship, um, that's different. But if it's a foreign a foreigner in a relationship with you, they could just leave at any time. Mm. Like I think there's always that fear that the relationship is not permanent. I could be wrong about that. I could be very wrong. But I feel like it's a case of I need to get what's mine before before something happens. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense because, like, here, as we mentioned in other episodes before, um, in China, you know, the relationship, it's a family relationship, so mm. your your families basically know each other, and then you get your connections through their family, so you may be working for your wife's uncle, and yeah. so, you know, if you leave her, then your job is at stake, so you have these ties which kind of string you and the family together so that you can't just up and leave. But with yeah. Western men, they can just kind of go. They just cut the ties and go. Yeah. And so I do understand that, why the Chinese woman would be smart to secure herself some kind of, um, I guess you Nasty. would call it life insurance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially if she's got children. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, I can understand that more so mm-hmm. once there are children on the, on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I have so I've got some stories that are obviously they're all secondhand, mm-hmm. apart from one. So maybe I should start with the one f- f- 
that's from a friend of mine who's a Chinese woman. And she, she actually admitted to me that if she didn't get her own way with her boyfriend, who's Chinese, it's not a, it's not, he's not a Westerner, but she would, she would just go crazy, she said. <laughs> like, she would just, like, scream and cry until he got his own way. And I've met her boyfriend, and he is the most mild-mannered <laughs> man I've ever met. Like, I can't, you know, it, it surprises me that she would even need to act that way because he's so, like, relaxed. But, mm. you know, she she admitted, yeah, like, if he doesn't give, if I don't get my own way, that's how I'm going to act. Which really took me by surprise, but uh, since then I kind of, I've heard more and more stories about women maybe acting like that. Oh, and I've heard it, I mean, through the walls of my apartment. Oh, yeah. I hear, I, you, oh. you rare, I honestly, like, I rarely, so I live in an apartment that has, it's full of families, so it's, you know, you have a lot, you can hear a lot of the neighbors' domestic situations going on around you, yeah. and it's very rarely the man who's doing the yelling. Mm-hmm. It's usually mm-hmm. this shrill mm-hmm. voice oh, mom, who's yeah. scolding the crap out of the man, and then yeah. the man, you just hear him kind of whimpering yeah. a few sounds, and then that's it. So, yeah, I don't... I guess I don't really understand. Mm-hmm. I have one of those, too, above me in my apartment. Yeah, you just hear him barking. It's, it's mental. Like, <laughs> I've never heard anyone scream like that. She's just, like, a crazy fishwife. <laughs> it's insane. I have no idea what she's shouting, but she is mad. Mm. <laughs> so funny. So, do you have any stories of friends or people that you know who have had relationship with relationships with Chinese women, and how you know how it went with them? So, yeah, I don't have any particular stories that I had in mind to talk about. Mm. Um, but I do have some friends who are married to Chinese women. Who, yeah. for the most part, it seems to work out okay. That's good. But I will say, like, for me, in my in my personal relationships, I always try to make sure that the man is feels respected mm. in front of his friends. Yeah. Like, to me, that, you know, men are more fragile than you think. Mm-hmm. That's true. And you don't want to belittle them in front of their friends. But I think mm. Chinese women don't consider that at all. Because I've seen that happen mm. quite often where the man will be with his buddies and yeah. then the woman will be either calling him 12 15 times yeah which is embarrassing for the man mm-hmm. or like come over and be barking at him in front yeah. of their friends so <laughs> beware <laughs> beware yeah. of that yeah i mean you've i've seen situations like that in in bars or whatever i mean okay people have had a little bit to drink but those girls go crazy like especially <laughs> if the man's not giving her enough attention i've seen some ugly situations that's funny it's funny yes uh so I, I have heard like secondhand stories about people with Chinese wives, specifically wives, not just girlfriends. Um, stories where they were like siphoning off money, as oh, we've talked about. Like, yeah, definitely to, heard about that. To say that we were, oh, like oh, I need money for this, this, and this, but she was basically putting it into a bank account for our mother. Mm. You know, it. And that seems strange to me. Like it's it's so it's so like secretive. Mm. Like, I'm sure if she just said like, "Oh my, you know, I, I need to help my mother out a little bit," I'm sure he would have been. I'm sure he would have helped her. But no, he, she had to go behind his back. Yeah, there's a lot of secrecy. I think in relationships in China, you know, men yeah. typically 
I mean, it's definitely much more acceptable in China than in the West to cheat, mm. to go to these massage parlors that are more than massage parlors yeah. and to cheat. Like, this is, it's kind of deemed acceptable here, and that's that's just part of the culture. And yeah. in, in a way, it's more natural because it's true, who, like, human beings, especially men, are not wired for monogamy, so mm. it kind of makes more sense in a way. Yeah. So they just kind of accept the fact that their men are going to be doing this, and then in return, they kind of do do their own sneakiness yeah. and then get what they want by various other means. Yeah, yeah. Well, they get the they they get a home, they get children, they get money. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I uh, back in my teaching days, I knew quite a few uh, mothers that were had older husbands. Mm. And and the husband was away on business. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, For weeks and, and weeks at a time. And they were very young, like young women. Maybe I mean maybe not much younger, uh, much older than I am. But then they would have a couple of children. But they were happy because mm. they could. They had money to you know, to to buy their shoes and jewelry or whatever they wanted. They had children, and so what you know they were happy with that. They could go out with their friends, because someone was gonna look after the kids. They had you know for them it was like. That, a cushy life. <laughs> yeah, they're a lot more pragmatic in that sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really as much about the connection between. Right. It's just about true. having um, stability and security, and so yeah. yeah. In a lot of sense, it's more practical to be that way than than in the West, where we say, "Oh, it's yeah. all about love, and I don't mm-hmm. care if he's poor, and mm-hmm. you know, for richer, for poor, I'm gonna be faithful to him, and all yeah. this stuff that we like to say." But actually, that that's not easy to do and a lot of times you get burned that way and you're left with just nothing like this way they're actually you know the man gets something he wants the woman gets something she wants and it's not a very romantic way to look at it but it is more stable in a sense in terms of like building your future your children's future to me it's kind of sad but that's yeah. just my opinion. I mean, because I'm wired for romance because yeah, of, of Hollywood and, you know, my parents <laughs> and this and yeah. that, you know, my personal desires. I, I want that romance, but mm. for Chinese people, maybe it's not as important to have that than it is to have stability. Yeah. Especially financial stability. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I, I was, I've always, I'm always being asked, asked oh, like, uh, when are you going to get married, Holly? Like, oh. <laughs> You know, you know, and I just think, I always have to say to them, I don't know, this is not, it's not, I haven't set a date, you know, yeah. I haven't said I'm going to get married by this date. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that for, it's a generalization, but it doesn't work like that for most Western women, I feel. Mm. There's no, there's no rush, no one, no one needs to be married, you know, so, so young, but they do in this culture, don't they? Mm. Isn't there the leftover women? If you're yeah, not married by, the time by you're 28, like 28 or something like that, forget well, it. Well, I'm almost <laughs> at that date. You're an old maid, Holly. I am. Just... <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to live in a, in a little apartment with lots of cats. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but I just want to just wanna defend the Chinese women for, for a bit here because Western men in China are also a particular breed. Oh, yeah. They're not the same. Yeah, they're not the same as they are in the States, and I'll tell you why. So basically, when you come to China as a Western man, and this is changing somewhat in the bigger cities that have had uh, quite an influx of Western men 
in the recent years, but it's still it's still pretty much all over the rest of China mm. and even in the big cities as well. Yeah. Um, that when when a Western man comes to China, just by being white, he is given a level of status and respect that he wouldn't necessarily get in his home country. Yeah, that's true. So that being said, the women available to him become much higher quality women as well. So the women here who would if they had if they were born in the states and lived in the states probably would never consider dating him when he when he comes here and they're in a different economic status when they have when they're when they don't have much options to travel abroad without uh without uh an american passport mm. or a foreign passport yeah they they tend to cling to those men so you get these men who are <laughs> there's like a typical western man that you see here and he's usually an older guy oh yeah he's come here on this he's probably like sent here on business from his company and then realized these facts about how he's respected in China and yeah. then decided to come back and stay or live here. So he's he's like overweight usually, balding, <laughs> and then he's got this cute Chinese girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> and then he's got this like inflated sense of ego because all of a sudden he thinks he's just top dog because all of a sudden all these women are after him here in China and he gets respect from other businessmen as well yeah. like he just his ego just becomes massive yeah absolutely and he doesn't once he's had this like taste of chinese women uh, i've had, i've had a lot of foreign men who then treat western women you know they don't treat us very well to be honest mm. uh, I'm, that's a that's a generalization not all not all western men are like that oh yeah we all. always talk in generalizations yeah, gen- like yeah. if you're offended sorry but we're not trying to be too this PC is... or too hypercritical definitely just, not yeah hope you can hope you can understand we just want to be real and talk about what we see here yeah. but yeah yeah I agree hmm yeah, they uh, even younger men really sometimes I see oh, they have like sure. this harem of women around them, you know. But it's not just with with Chinese women. I feel a lot of Chinese men also kind of see Western men as like stars. <laughs> I remember when I first came here, and just the simplest thing is like walking in the park, and people would stop. Like even men would stop and want to take pictures of. I was with two foreign guys. Uh, they wanted to take pictures of them specifically, not like not just me. I was just like, you know, yeah. we're not we're not interested in you, love. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. So I've often, I mean, especially when I first came here, I was going out a lot more, and mm. um, you know, these Western men, because sometimes you know they get tired of Chinese women in a sense, like they can't. A lot of the Chinese women that go after them, maybe they don't have as high of an education mm-hmm. as, as some Chinese women here, so yeah. they can't really communicate as well in English, and so there isn't a, maybe there's not a strong emotional connection. So some Western men who have been in China for a while actually do start seeking out Western women. Yeah. But I what I found is like these, you know, older, overweight, 
not very successful businessmen <laughs> approaching me and like they would probably not be brave enough to do that if they were in the states yeah. but now you know they've had this inflated ego and so mm. they walk up you know proud like a peacock and they're trying to pick yeah. me up and I'm just thinking like are you serious mm-hmm. you know I'm not trying to be that egotistical but come on no and and I bet they probably think that as foreign women we're probably not dating a Chinese man as you know we've discussed in uh, episode six so they probably think that we haven't Desperate. got much choice either which is uh yeah i don't even know what to say about that to be honest it's well that's true. another topic though <laughs> it is i mean in a sense that it like our pool like western women our pool for men it is pretty it's Same. pretty limited it yeah is. absolutely yeah you definitely it's as a western woman you don't come to china expecting to find your mate, your soulmate, yeah. and like dating a lot. At that's least true. if you're not into Chinese men. Yeah, and I feel like that's even though maybe it doesn't sound like it should be an important factor. I I think that's one of the main reasons why there are more Western men here than Western women. Mm. I feel in in my experience, I meet I have far more Western men in my circle of like friends and associates. Oh, there are women. way more Western men yeah. here than Western women. And I for think, for various reasons. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons, but not obviously the only reason why a lot of Western women come here for a short period of time and then leave is because they re- like they realise that they're not probably not gonna find anyone that they can have a you know, have a future with, I think. Mm. But it's not true for Holly and I, so there is That's hope. true. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're the lucky ones. <laughs> no, it's funny, like, you find, like, you when you find a Western, because, you know, we have this term yellow fever when the men are just, like, totally after Asian women and mm. they don't even want to look at Western women, fair enough. Yeah. But then a lot of times they get over that and then they get lonely because, like I said, they can't really establish a meaningful relationship a lot of the time yes. because the cultural difference is so great. Definitely. Then they they turn towards a Western woman and mm. then they're, they're kind of more desperate. So I've also had the other extreme <laughs> where the Western man has been like quite desperate to find somebody that they connect, connect with. And I've had it where just because I could have a reasonable conversation with a man, then they, like, suddenly fall head over heels. You know, yeah. like, they just get so sucked in because they forgot what that was like. Yes. Because they've been in China for so long, they've gone through all these Asian women, like, mm-hmm. one after another, but they haven't really established much of a connection with them. Right, yeah. That when they see a Western woman again, they're like, oh, my God, you know, like, <laughs> I can joke with you, and we, you can get my references, yes. and, you know, yeah. we can drink together, you know, all these mm-hmm. things that they yeah, can't usually can do. Yeah. it's it's an interesting situation yeah i agree so yeah so i hope this gave you a little understanding of what it's like dating chinese women and dating chinese dating western men in china because it's different dynamic can take the man out of china but you can't take china out of the man i don't know if that applies here (laughs) anyway So, um, I want to give you guys a word that is related to love for your mini Chinese lesson of the week. So, this week's word is qingren. So, qingren means lover or sweetheart. Qingren. So, if you are dating a Chinese girl, you can start calling her qingren. She'll like that. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So, if you want to uh, find out how to pronounce or read... Uh, that word you can go to writtenchinese.com slash episode 10 and you can also uh, we'll put links or pictures to things that we've referenced 
um, including the our love story, our sad love story at the beginning. <laughs> it's a good read. Yeah. All right, guys. So have a good week, and we'll see you next time. Thanks to WrittenChinese.com for sponsoring this podcast. As always. And we're looking forward to hearing your voicemails. So send us a voicemail ASAP. Yes, yes. If you want to send us a voicemail, a question um, about our lives in China, you can go to WrittenChinese.com/voicemail and and leave us leave us a message. Um, or you can just leave us a comment if you don't want to us to hear your voice. But we would like that. We would. Yeah. Okay, so we hope you tune in next week. Bye. Bye.